Welcome to the Back Pain Movement Podcast, where we think about what else can help your back pain. Learning about the design and mechanics of the human structure, to consciously work with your own body, building a library of habits and tips that you can use every day around sitting, standing and walking, to move with ease and rest in comfort. When people with back pain are told to exercise, it can seem like the person giving the advice didn't really understand the problem. Although the truth is that it really can help. But in my experience, and I know in many others, even walking could leave me feeling much worse. But you could just take it gently or take it slowly I would often find that the slower I walked, the worse I would feel. Looking round art galleries or dawdling being the worst. Now I'm able to walk, slowly, fast, uphill, downhill, and I can enjoy walking again. So I'd like to go through some simple things that you can think about while you're walking. Things that help me to enjoy walking again and not have to pay for it so dearly. First, let's have a look at mechanically what's actually happening. There's two main joints involved in walking, your hip joints and your knee joints. So let's find them both on yourself. Your hip joints are usually lower than most people think. So first sit down and find the crease where your legs attach to your body. Now just leave your hands there and stand up and make a note of where that joint is, where your legs attach to the rest of your body. Be aware that when you move from higher up than that, you'll be moving your spine. Just play with swinging your legs from that point. Can you tell the difference? between propelling your legs with your back versus moving from your hip joints. If you can, find a small stool or a pile of books that you can stand on with one leg next to a wall or a chair that you can grab for balance. Let one leg hang down so that you can feel the space created at your hip joints. Don't push your leg down, just allow the weight of it to hang, completely letting go, so that it becomes easier to swing with less resistance. Next I'm going to ask you to switch legs, but when you do, see if you can leave that space at the hip joint as you put the weight on that leg, while you let the other one hang down. If you think about how most people stand while they're waiting, they're usually collapsed into either one or both of their hips. We're not doing that here. We're creating an active stability across your pelvis with space and freedom at your hip joints, taking pressure off your spine. Next, let's find your knees. 
So when you look down at your knees, you see the front of them. And it can seem like your knees move like a bendy straw. So if you're sitting or you're standing, put a hand behind one knee to lift it up. And you'll see that it, and you'll see that your knee works more like a hinge joint. Now just make a now just make a note of where that joint is at the back of your leg. So if you come back to your stool or your pile of books, remembering to leave that space at your hip joint. Come back to balancing on one leg. See if you can make use of that knee joint, working together with your hip joint, to balance you, rather than leaving all the work of keeping your balance up to your spine, which is what happens when your knees or your hip joints lock. With your other foot hanging down, draw circles with your toes, finding the space and freedom at your ankles. Now it's much easier for your body to move well when your mind is engaged in the action. With walking, your eyes can be that link. So wherever you are right now, let your eyes rest on an object. And rather than naming it, find out or notice the colours, the shapes, the textures. Be aware of the light travelling from that object into your eyes. Your eyes are just receivers of the light, there's nothing to do. All that seeing is happening right at the back of your head in your brain. Let your eyes move freely to take in different areas because there's only a small area in the centre of your vision where you can really see clearly. Your vision becoming less distinct towards the outside, towards your peripheral vision where you are aware of light and movement but with no clarity. As you look at that object, stretch your hands out to the side and wiggle your fingers, bringing that fuzzy peripheral vision into your awareness. Now bring your attention back to the object and notice the distance from that object to another one, behind or to the side. Notice the distance back to yourself. Next, let's go for a walk. If you can't now, that's okay. Keep listening, and next time you're walking, remember just one thing from this episode. So as you're walking, feel the bottom of your feet touching the floor. Notice the rhythm of it. Let the top of your feet be long and wide, as the bottom of your feet spread onto the floor.
You can use the bottom of your feet as a reference for the top of your head so that you can become aware of the full height of yourself. Let the movement of your big toes propel you forwards with each step. Let your ankles be loose as if you're going to drag your feet behind you. And imagine your hands behind your knees, pushing your knees forwards and away from your body, leaving space at your hip joints for your legs to swing freely forwards. And letting that space stay there to create that stability even when you step onto that leg. Let your eyes rest towards the horizon, taking in the colours, shapes and textures. Let your eyes move to notice the details and notice the distance between things and the distance back to yourself. As you're moving forward, allow everything to become more indistinct as it moves into your fuzzy peripheral vision and out of view, to the sides, above and below you. As your eyes receive light from all around you. Lastly, let your arms move. Take your hands out of your pockets and let your arms move in rhythm with your legs. If you're not used to it, it might feel unnatural or as if it looks weird. But just take a look at people around you. You'll usually find that the people who are freely swinging their arms as they walk look much more natural than the people who don't. Thank you for listening to the Back Pain Movement podcast. Please subscribe. I make other episodes like this one. And share this episode today with someone you know who's living with back pain. Don't forget to find out more about the new course starting on October 24th by visiting thebackpainmovement.com. I'll see you there.